Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Dad Project. Thanks once again for joining me for another week. Before I rip into today's topic, I have a few favors to ask you. As always, please make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on. Apple, Spotify, Google, all the podcast platforms, we are on there. On Apple and Spotify, and I believe on Google as well, you can also jump on and leave us a five-star review if you get some value out of what it is that I'm doing here. By you doing that, that really, really helps me out by getting the podcast out to more people. So if you could do that, first and foremost, before everything else, it would mean the absolute world to me and it helps me continue to grow the podcast. While you're there, you can also jump on and follow us on the socials. So at The Unstoppable Dad on Instagram, The Unstoppable Dad Project on Facebook. There is a free Unstoppable Dads Facebook group that you can put yourself into. In that group, you will get notified of when the podcast drops each week. You will see video versions of the podcast, and there is also a bunch of free education in there, free eight-week programs, uh, some education around certain habits and behaviors uh, that may impact your life, your health, your well-being, and hopefully some information that can help you make a more informed decision on what the best course of action for you is going to be moving forward based off your life and your circumstances, which ties into what the topic of today's podcast is. Now, I believe that one of the best things I can do as a coach and also as a human being also as a father, I think this dovetails into, is understanding the cost of any actions that I take. And when it comes to understanding the cost of our actions, I think there are there are a lot of ways that things can quote unquote cost us. And they can be, it can be financially, it can be physically, it can be emotionally, there are a bunch of different ways that it can cost us. And I think you have to have a pretty good bird's eye view of how things are going to impact you if you take it, if you make a decision or if you don't make a decision. Because there's two types of cost when it comes to, let's use change as an example, if we're trying to make a change in our health and well-being. There's the cost of action. So maybe the cost of change or the cost of moving something in a particular direction and there's the cost of inaction. So there's the cost of not doing anything. And then within both of those questions, so the question is, do I do this or do I not do this? What's the cost if I do this? What's the cost if I don't do this? And then within that, also understanding what's the initial cost So what's the initial cost if I take action in this? What is going to be the initial result in the moment in the next 24, 48, 72 hours? But then also understand what's the delayed cost of doing this? How is this going to affect me in 12 months time? How is this going to affect me in 24 months time? Five years, 10 years, 15 years, so on and so forth. Or on the flip side, if I don't do this, what is the delayed cost of inaction? So what is the cost to me in 12 months, five years, 10 years time if I don't take action on this? And then with that in mind, around 
that particular change or that particular decision, getting all that information in and then laying it out in front of you so that you can make a decision based off what's going to be best for you, your circumstances and the people that are important to you. I think that is one of the best decision-making processes anyone can go through. Now, for me as a coach, when I when I help people through maybe some sticking areas in their life or some points where they are looking to make a change, this is the approach that I take. It is about education. It is about laying the facts out in front of you so that you can make a decision. And right there at the end of that sentence, that is, if anything, one of the most important things that I try and get across to people. It is on you to make a decision. The facts that you lay out in front of yourself around the things that you're trying to do or trying to change are not designed to make you feel bad. Now, emotions are always valid. As men, we probably need to do a better job of expressing our emotions. But going through this process when you're looking to make a big decision or a big change in your life is not designed to make you feel bad. And there is probably going to be an element where maybe if you've been on the wrong path, you may feel bad about it. You may feel like um, you should have done something earlier, which is a completely natural feeling. You may feel like, maybe you feel like you're a piece of shit because you haven't done something. Maybe it's a really big decision which has been burning in your mind and when you lay all this stuff out in front of you, you're like, I knew I should have done something about this earlier. And maybe you're going to feel bad about it. And that's okay. We're allowed to feel bad about things. But... The big thing is, this is not an exercise that I go through with people or I go through with myself to make you feel bad, despite the fact that you're probably going, you may, you may feel bad as a result of doing it. But the big thing is when you get to that point and you have all the information, then you have to make a decision. And then once you've made that decision, you have to take action and start moving things in the direction that you want to. Because this is the big thing that a lot of people do with education and information. They're continually gathering all information and this is something that I'm guilty of as well. It's being that chronic overthinker where we're trying to get all this information in. We continue to, we don't have enough information yet. We don't have enough information yet. And then we just don't make a decision and we get stuck and we're actually continuing on the path of what we're doing. So we're going down that cost of inaction path. Now, cost for some of these things may not actually be the right word. Maybe benefit for some things is the word. What's the benefit of action or what's the benefit of inaction? Because when we look at a decision, sometimes it comes back to like, what's in it for me? which is important, like you need to look after yourself first. If you don't look after yourself first, you're not going to be able to look after everyone else in your life effectively. You just won't. I've had hundreds of parents, dads, myself included, who always put everybody else first and they dig themselves into a hole which is impossible to get out of or feels impossible to get out of and as a result, things start crumbling or they feel like things are crumbling down around them all because they've failed to prioritize their own needs instead of that, instead of those of others. Now, yes, you have to factor in the needs of others into your decision, especially family members, kids, 
uh, significant others. That all needs to matter. But making a decision for yourself is important. But making that decision is probably one of the most important things. So if we go back to understanding the cost, what is the cost or what is the benefit of an action? Or what is the benefit of inaction? And then how is that going to affect me initially? And how is that going to affect me long term? And we can put this into any health question, any business question, family question, relationship question, like we can plug this logic into any set of circumstances. And I think what I'm going to do is I will do a little bit of a series around different areas to really dive down into the benefits, the things that I've learned on my journey for me personally, but also as a coach and that I come up, um, that I come up against a lot. But let's use, I'll give you a couple of areas that a lot of people struggle with when they're making a question when they make when they're trying to make a change sleep's one sleep's a bit of a sleep can be a tricky one because when you have young kids you can only get what you can get but prioritizing sleep over other things right so the the initial cost of not going to bed an hour earlier because you're up you want to stay up and watch netflix you could go to bed an hour earlier but you don't so you're essentially making the decision to forego sleep to maybe help yourself so the delayed the the initial cost of that act the initial benefit of that action so going to bed earlier would be you may feel more refreshed the next day it might be that you are able to you know process things better the next day you're mentally more capable because you've had that extra hour of sleep which could result in you actually getting more restorative sleep if you're training it may help you recover better that's the initial cost now the cost of not taking it or the benefit of not taking it maybe it's actually t- the time that hour is time that you get to spend with your wife Maybe that is your connection time. Maybe sitting there and watching Netflix for your relationship is your connection time. Or maybe it's time that you can actually sit down and have a conversation. Maybe that's the benefit. Now, the cost of inaction could be that you feel a little bit more tired the next day. Maybe you don't think as clearly. So that's the initial cost and benefit of action and inaction for that particular thing, not taking that extra hour of sleep. Now, the delayed cost of, or the delayed benefit of taking that action, so getting to bed an hour earlier consistently every night, so I'm not just talking about this one moment, I'm talking about making it a habit moving forward, is that you are getting more sleep. We know that, and if you're not getting enough sleep, maybe that hour has to be prioritized it is going to help you f- recover better. It is going to make you pro- more than likely feel better. It is going to help you function better the next day. You'll be clearer of mind. Um, if you're training a lot, the body is not going to be as sore. Like there is going to be, it is, and you're not going to be in a sleep sleep deficit moving forward. If you're constantly not getting enough sleep, you will put yourself into a sleep deficit, which actually has a lot of uh, cognitive 
problems that can be associated with this. I would recommend that if you are interested in deep diving on sleep a little bit more, you read uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Um, very informative book as to why sleep is so important, but there are a lot of benefits to making sure you get an extra sleep, extra hour of sleep, especially if you're not getting enough. And that is another thing that when you're factoring in this decision, do I go to bed an hour earlier or not? Like if you're only getting four hours of sleep a night, maybe you need to prioritize that. But if you're getting seven hours of sleep a night, maybe it's more important. Maybe the benefit is on the inaction side because that is the time that you have with your wife. That is the time that you can actually have some quality time together without kids, so on and so forth. Or maybe it's just your time to mentally unwind after a big long day. And maybe there is more benefit there for you in actually not taking that action. And if we use that particular set of circumstances, you can see that there's a lot of variables there that have to be weighed up. And not everyone is going to be the same. But by thinking and logically thinking through your particular set of circumstances. Number one, when it comes to that, would be, am I getting enough sleep as it is? If the answer is no, there's probably going to be more benefit on the go to bed an hour earlier side. If I'm already getting enough sleep, like I'm getting a solid seven hours of sleep every night, there still may be benefit on the go to bed an hour earlier side. Because you then have to ask yourself, do I feel refreshed when I wake up in the morning? Like, how am I functioning the next day? Like, it, that's one side of it. But then what's that time being used for? Is it being used effectively? As in, like, is it enhancing my relationships? Is Am I, am I using it to try and get some extra work done that maybe I want? Like, you know, all these things need to factor in. But understanding the cost and the benefit of firstly making the change and taking the action, but then understanding the cost and benefit of not doing it in your particular set of circumstances. And then how is that going to affect me now, positively, negatively? What is the cost and benefit long-term of me not doing this? And that sleep thing, you may make a decision to go one way in that particular moment, and then that works for you for six months. And then you have to go through the same process again in six months time. This is the evolution of decision-making for ourselves. Because the older I get, the more I see, the more people I coach. I also understand that nothing sticks. We go through different seasons of our lives, especially with kids. The seasons in our lives change as our kids get older. When they are toddlers, when they are younger, the sleep thing, because I'm using that as the example for this, the sleep thing, you may have to sacrifice sleep in order to do a whole bunch of stuff for yourself and for them. That's just going to be the reality of it. But then as they get older and as they get more self-sufficient, we can start to prioritize that again. So we can go through this same decision-making process of understanding what is the cost of action and what is the cost of inaction. And sometimes things the cost, as much as I am a massive advocate of physical health and physical training and things like that, sometimes it doesn't have to relay back to that. And you shouldn't feel bad for making a decision for yourself that may 
slightly detriment your overall, your initial health in the time to benefit another area of your life because relationships are important. Being connected to your partner, being connected to your kids, those things are important. And that may mean that in this season that we're in, we've got to sacrifice that extra hour of sleep. But the only way we can make that informed decision for us is to understand the cost of the action, understand the benefit of the action now and in the future. And this decision-making process, as convoluted as it may seem, can be applied to anything else. There is things like alcohol consumption, which comes up a lot for people, where we know the more information that comes out, alcohol consumption is not, it's not good for the human body. It is not... If we're solely looking at this through the lens of health for ourselves, there is no real sane reason why anybody should be over-consuming alcohol. Now, in saying that, there may be some social and psychological reasons for you to have a beer or two with friends on a Friday afternoon. And I've spoken about on this podcast my own struggles with alcohol and the fact that I pretty much don't drink anymore. In fact, I kind of made the decision after my 40th birthday last month that I just don't think I'm going to drink anymore. That's my decision. The cost of doing it is far out is is far less than the benefit that I get from abstaining from drinking alcohol. That's my decision. Because my life and my circumstances, that's going to be the best course of action for me. Now, again, from a pure health point of view, we know the more inf- the the old school way of thinking that one or two, like we've got a this buffer, is slowly starting to dissipate. The more information we get, we actually know that like there is no healthy amount of alcohol that we can consume. But there may be psychological and social reasons to do that because social connections are important and if you're the type of person that gets a lot of joy out of going to a barbecue and having one or two beers with your friends at that barbecue and doing it in moderation maybe the social benefit far outweighs in your mind and in your circumstances the health detriment that can come from the consumption of it the delayed cost you or you may decide that you can still get the social benefit without taking that action and that's it that's good for you that's a good decision for you so it also it always doesn't have to be looked at through a solely health lens health is very very important do not get me wrong it is so important that you prioritize your health and the way you can do that is to understand the cost of the action get Educate yourself around what is going to be the cost of action, the benefit of inaction, the benefit of action, so on and so forth, and then make an informed decision based off your life and your circumstances. Again, you can apply that framework to even training. Training in a way, training is something that I believe everybody should do. I believe that if if you're training, if you're trying to move for overall health and well-being, doing some form of structured strength work coupled with some form of cardiovascular work um, and doing it in a way where it enhances your life is one of the best things you can do in order to help your longevity and help your quality of life moving forward. 
again, there is a lot of stuff that is starting to come out where a lot of people in the nutrition camp have been talking about like how important nutrition is and if we're going to pull a lever for our overall health, that that is the biggest lever to pull. And don't get me wrong, there are certain elements of that that are important. But we are starting to see and we are starting to hear a lot more around how well, maybe actually prioritizing training is the longest lever that you can pull for your overall health and well-being. But you can also do that in a way where it can be detrimental. And it can not only be detrimental to your health, but it can be detrimental to your relationships. So understanding the cost of action or the cost of inaction within that particular circumstance or the benefit, action, inaction in that particular circumstance is super important to make sure that you build out a sustainable plan for your life and your goals and your circumstances and your priorities. And it's the same with the nutrition piece. Nutrition doesn't have to all be about health. There is a big element of nutrition where we can go we go out with friends to eat like food for a lot of people can be connection. And you shouldn't have to put yourself through the the rigmarole of always making this decision around the food that you're eating because that then feeds into your overall mental health and well-being your and again the psychological and the social health of making that decision but again you can still apply this framework to it the cost of inaction the delayed cost of action because for most people when it comes to some of these health decisions Doing it once or twice a month is not really going to be that big a deal. It is the delayed cost comes where we consistently apply bad decisions to actions that we are taking. We consistently make, it's like a cumulative effect over time. It's like if we look at the alcohol thing, right? One or two beers on a Friday night may not necessarily shorten your lifespan that much. However, if we're having 12 beers three out of four weekends of the month and we're doing that consistently over a three, four, five, six-year period, that is going to have probably a very high detrimental long-term effect. And so this is where with the delayed cost, the delayed cost for some people is not going to be very evident. It is going to be something that you are going to have to understand, which is going to help you make a more informed decision around that certain action, habit and behavior. But with that delayed cost, we do need to understand it because if we don't understand it in the short term when we're feeling like, hey, maybe I need to make a change on this particular thing, If it is detrimental to our overall health, there will come a time where ignoring that delayed cost and only focusing on the initial cost will get to the point where the choice will be taken out of our hands because it will get to a point where if you don't make a drastic change, it will be, it's just going to be 100% detrimental to your health and your overall well-being. And when you get to that point where that choice is taken out of your hands, the change that you have to make is drastic and it it will be severe. Whereas if you make the decision when you f- to make the change and move into a different direction 
in the early stages, understanding that, hey, if I don't do this now, in three years, five years, 10 years time, I'm going to be in a position where I'm going to have to do something. And then that is going to bleed into other areas of my life. But if I make the change now, I can find balances impossible to find. You're never going to find true balance. Once you change something, something else is going to, like you're going to have to move something else in order to accommodate it. But if you do it now, understanding that that delayed cost is going to be very, very severe, it doesn't have to be a complete 180 shift in order to change what you're doing. It can be incremental changes that are going to be sustainable, that are not going to overarchingly affect every single other area of your life. And that's the thing. And this is the big thing when I think people need to understand the cost of action. Yes, there is going to be initial cost for a lot of things, whether that be financially, whether that be uh, whether that be physically, whether that be emotionally. But the big thing is understanding the delayed cost. If I do this, what's it going to look like in five years? 10 years. If I don't do this, what's it going to look like in five or 10 years? Because that there can really help shift the paradigm and force you to take action. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're trying to achieve. The number one thing that needs to happen, if you do want to make a change, yes, it is great to go through all of this and understanding the cost, but you need to take action on it. You need to actually, when you've got the information take action on it, move things in the right direction. And then you can course correct at any point. Just because you may move in the wrong direction doesn't necessarily mean that you have done a bad thing. It's the only way we learn sometimes is to mess up. We can have all the information in the world, but the only way we're going to find out if it works for us is to actually do it in the first place. So that's it for this week. If you need help with this or it's something that you've struggled with, There is a link in the show notes. I give away 10 free one-on-one coaching sessions each month where you can book in a time with me and I will go through, I'll help you work out what your main priorities are and we will start to put a plan in place that you can do for the next seven days and see if it works for you. Yes, I have a paid program. I've worked out that I want that paid program to be uh, invite only. So The coaching call is just that. It's a coaching call. It's an opportunity for me to hopefully give you some actionable pieces of information for your life and your circumstances. And if we get to the end of it and and I feel like what I do is going to be a good fit, I'll talk to you about that. But uh, that is not what those calls are about. So if you want to have a chat and you want to go through a few things, book in a call below and I will chat to you then. But other than that, I appreciate you if you have gotten to the end of this episode. I've just looked at how much time has passed. I'm sorry it is a longer episode, but it's it's quite a lengthy subject. And there's a lot of things that we can go through on that. But I think it is very important that you understand what the cost or benefit of your actions are now and in the future. And also what the cost or benefit might be for not taking that action. Because by doing that, It allows us as grown men, grown adults to make the best, most informed decision for us so that we can then go and take action and move everything forward. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.